is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill. So this is a little love note from me to you. I have said from the beginning that I didn't want this podcast to be about cookie cutter, vanilla, personal development, especially in the space of women's empowerment. All of that is great. And I wanted this to be different. And I still do. And I feel really called to share this very, very basic and short message with you. It's not a message you haven't heard before, but I do believe it's getting drowned out by a lot of other messages that are coming from you to you. Shooting on yourself, correcting yourself, shaming yourself, telling yourself that you're not doing it right, you're not doing it enough, or when you decide to not try and do too much and you pull back, slow down, or even rest, then telling yourself that that's not right and maybe you shouldn't be doing that just the constant overthinking and the constant self-criticism, even from the most successful and confident people. I know that's happening. I know you've experienced it. You might be so used to it that you've actually tuned it out, but it's still doing damage and it's still speaking to you. But it's almost like white noise at this point. No matter where you are in your journey, I am certain that there are times, if not very many times, if not daily, if not multiple times a day, that in some way, shape, or form, you're feeling as if you're getting it wrong. You're feeling as if you're not exactly where you should be. Even if you're not talking harshly to yourself, the theme is still what is is not right. What is is not what should be. I am not where I should be or where I could be. And we might spiritually bypass and say, you know, everything happens for a reason and all in God's timing while still feeling like things aren't exactly as they should be and we aren't where we need to be, should be, could be. So first of all, think about this. What if it was more about changing your mind about yourself rather than changing yourself? Now that's not to live in mediocrity and just give up growing and just sit in a ditch and say, oh, well, life happens. I'm not going to make an effort because nothing's going to work anyway. You know, that total like cynicism and victim mentality. No one who thinks that way listens to our show anyway. You don't think that way. 
But I bet even if you're not trying to make yourself into a personal development project and you're not trying to change yourself consciously, you're still on some level trying to change yourself and improve yourself and fix yourself. Whether it's your physical appearance or the way you respond to people, your triggers, the way you parent, the way you show up in the bedroom, the way you show up with your spouse outside of the bedroom, the way you are with your parents or your own children or your friends, there's still a voice and it might be one with a megaphone and it might just be a whisper, which does the same amount of damage on replay that is telling you in one way or another that you're not getting it right and that you should or could, whatever. Just think about the fact that if the whole goal to like truly, truly find peace and happiness, like all the time, no matter the circumstances, if the whole goal is to free ourselves of everything that is not true, of every story that we made up about ourselves when we were a child, whether we remember or not, setting us, the real us, apart from all that is not free, if that's the goal then how are we going to do that when we have the background music of, but you're fucking it up. You're not doing it right. You're supposed to be doing it like this. Look what they're doing. You got to be reading that book and listening to that podcast and working out and improving here and doing better at this and not yelling at your kids. And, 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 and if that's the environment where we're trying to grow the person who is free of all of that shit, how is that ever going to happen? It's like we're trying to heal a wound with the same knife that cut us. We're trying to get healthy with the same poison that made us sick. Criticism and shooting on ourselves and constantly correcting ourselves and telling us we aren't doing enough and doing it right and doing it the way it should be or it could be done or to our potential is never going to get us to freedom. It's like using the same wound as the way to get free. It's never going to work. Now, your inner critic and that little voice, sometimes very big, loud voice, is going to say to you, no, 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 don't listen to her because you are not here to be mediocre. You are not here to play small. You are here to take up space. You are here to have the life of your dreams. Yes, but it can be done gently. It can be done sweetly. It can be done softly over a long period of time. I remember in my former career, someone said to me, and I did not listen at the time, and I had to learn the lesson on my own later, you can either get to the top of this company with dead bodies behind you, exhausted, miserable, and sick, or you can get there with love and joy and freedom and peace and do it a lot slower. And I tried the other way that was not recommended, and I did end up with sickness, fatigue, dead bodies regret, etc. A lot of us are doing that though in all areas of our life. I mean, just look at like getting physically fit or, you know, getting quote in shape. What does that even mean to get in shape? Whose shape? If you have a really healthy outlook on that and you say, no, Jill, what I mean is I want to be strong. I want to have energy. I want to be able to get up off the floor very quickly without grimacing. I want to live a long, vibrant life, et cetera, et cetera. That's great. The question is, how are you going to do that? Are you going to do that by forcing, by pushing yourself constantly? I've got to have a morning routine. I've got to get up at this time. I've got to work out at this time. 
Or are you going to listen to your body? Remember, the more we heal, yeah, 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 I'm talking again about trauma in the past. That's because everything is rooted in that. Not wisdom, not truth, not love, but all of our patterns are. The way we show up in life, it's all a result of the armor and the masks that we put on when we were a child because we were trying to protect ourselves and keep ourselves safe. Maybe not safe from physical or even like extreme emotional harm, but safe meaning loved. I can't act that way. I won't get love. I can't act that way. I won't get love. And then we just sell ourselves out and we become something full of armor and masks and we don't even recognize ourselves. And then one day we're an adult and we're like, okay, this isn't working anymore. I either don't want to wear all these masks and this armor. It's fucking heavy. I don't even know who I am. I'm miserable. My back hurts. Or we have some other reason we wake up. And maybe it's not the pain, but maybe we wake up and just say, what if it could be different? What if? What if I took this off? What if I looked at this mask and realized where it came from? That wasn't true. I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to perform. I never needed to be perfect. I didn't need to be quiet and silent and and small. I didn't need to please everybody. I didn't need to perform. I didn't need to make sure everybody got along. I didn't need to be thin. I didn't need to be pretty. I didn't need to be well-behaved. I'm actually loved no matter what. What the hell? The process of de-armoring and taking the masks off is the whole premise of this podcast, right? That's why I have all these amazing, brilliant people on to help us figure out how to do that after we recognize that we deserve to. So what if you decided to just go easy on yourself, to give yourself a hug and say, you know what? It's good that I want to look into that pattern of procrastination. It's really good that I want to look into that pattern, protective pattern I have of not using my voice and not being seen. I'm going to look at that, but I'm also going to look at the fact that it's probably understandable considering where I came from that I behave that way. I had a great family and a great childhood and great parents, but now that I think about it, it does make sense. It makes sense why I'm a little like this or like that. And sometimes after all the de-armoring and the deprogramming and the unlearning and the shedding and the healing and all that, believe it or not, sometimes after all the emptying of the trash can, we get to also say, you know what? I've done a lot of shedding, releasing, healing, a lot of inner work. I'm never going to be done. But you know what? I think at the end of the day, I'm also just kind of a worrywart. And that's okay. I recognize it. I see it for what it is. It's a protective pattern. I've done a lot to heal that, but it still comes back. And I get to go easy on myself for it. I get to not judge myself. I get to not should on myself and correct myself and shame myself and say that I should be different. What I get to do is look at when I do it and say, oh, there it is. Ha! There's my pattern again. That's kind of funny. And the more we use love, the less it'll probably actually show up. Why is it that we say this about raising children, but we don't say this about raising ourselves? Why is it that when we look at our pets and we see that positive reinforcement rather than discipline is what works? Why do we not translate that to ourselves? Why are we so hard on ourselves while we tell everybody else to be easy on themselves? What if you just changed your mind about yourself? instead of trying to change yourself? What if you continued this process of finding who you really are, who God really sees, who's underneath all those patterns and 
masks, and stories, what if you decided right now to say, I'm going to keep on this beautiful journey of discovering who I really am, finding safety in myself, learning that it's not about having a regulated nervous system all the time. If you're new to this, that means like always calm, chill, never triggered, never lashing out. It's more about letting ourselves have a dysregulated nervous system and then being able to come back to baseline and normal and recover and do it quicker and quicker each time. What if we said to ourselves, while I'm doing that, at whatever pace I do it, by the way, over the course of years and years and years, whatever I choose, what if while I'm doing that, I'm also saying, you're not doing it wrong. You're doing it great. You don't need to do more. You're good where you are. You're right where you're meant to be. You're amazing as you are. You don't gotta, you getta. You don't have to do all that work, but you get to and you deserve to and you want to. What if you said that to yourself? What if you were just easier on yourself? It would actually take a lot of inner work to completely silence the protective parts and the inner critic and that inner voice. You know, anything telling you that you're doing something other than what you should be doing, it would take a lot. Is it? It's probably impossible to completely erase that. So even if you decide to go easy on yourself and tell yourself you're doing it well, those voices are still going to be there. But at least you'll hear the message that you are doing enough, that you don't have to look different, act different, have a different career, anything that you get to just be you while understanding that the real you is still fighting to be found and rediscovered and excavated. So they're both true at the same time. And a reminder that anything you're trying to should yourself into being, doing, or having instead of being it and telling yourself that you deserve it and that it's coming in the right time is not for you. If you're trying to force yourself into being different rather than allowing yourself to come through, it's no different than forcing an outcome outside of you before the right time. So take a deep breath. Tell yourself that you're doing a great job, that things are exactly as they should be, that no matter your circumstances, even if they are miserable right now, you're good, that you've got you and God's got you and everything is happening in your favor and you don't need to be any different than you are to be doing it right. So as you move through this week, be sweet, soft, and gentle with yourself. It may be the first time you've ever done that. If it is, it will feel not just foreign, it will feel wrong, it will feel lazy, it will feel weak and wimpy. Let it. There's nothing weak and wimpy about soft and sweet. It's so powerful. Remember little babies and toddlers and remember animals. And now look at yourself and remember what really works. Treat yourself the way you would a toddler. Tell yourself the things that you wish you would have heard when you were a child. Breathe through this week. 
receive through this week. Trust and allow. Rest when you choose. Stop when it feels right. Don't compare yourself to anyone or anything and really listen to your body. The more of this inner work you do, the easier it's going to be. But listen to your body. What does your body want to fuel and nourish itself? Maybe your body wants some dark chocolate and you need to just lay on the couch. What if your body doesn't want to do the workout that you have programmed and that you're told you should be doing to get X, Y, or Z results? What if you tune into your body and you just breathe and you listen? And what you really want is just a nice, slow walk through a field. What if you've been sitting around and sitting at a desk so much that what your body really wants is to lift some heavy weights, to jump rope like crazy for five minutes? What if you really, really want a long, long embrace, like a beautiful, nice hug? If you don't have a significant other, I guarantee someone in your life will be willing to do this for you. If you just ask, will you allow yourself to ask? You already have so much subconsciously that's just running on a continual loop of you're not doing it right. So I'm here to invite you and remind you and ask you to make the choice to say to yourself that you're doing it well that you're doing great. All right. I hope this felt like a love note from me to you. I care about you. I appreciate you. I see you. I hear you. I'm holding you with so much love and confidence that you're right where you're meant to be. See you next week.